0: Welcome to the Next Step Podcast with Jay and Brad. Wait, wait, I'm Brad. I'm Jay. I'm an uh, act. All right. Hey,
1: oh, onward go. Hey, oh,
0: onward go. Hey, oh. Onward, go. Tonight on Miami Vice, this is not Miami Vice, Jay. That's
2: right, it's not. What is this? This is the Next Step Podcast. News section, baby!
0: What kind of news we got, Brad? You've been gone. I have been gone visiting our nation's capital and where I served my mission in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. And let me tell you. It What's the D.C. stand for? District of Columbia. Good to know. And that place—I barely graduated. This is where my uh, when Jay refers to me as an old man comes to play because I served 25 years ago. Whoa, and I'm 31. So that there you go. But that place has changed dramatically in the last 25 years. Wow. And what was the
2: biggest thing that you noticed that was different?
0: It was safe. (laughs) It was.
2: You were kind of in the. um, Well, like in the cities, inner cities, right? Inner city,
0: not all my mission, but for a big chunk of it, and. Um it has the the term gentrification definitely took place. I took my daughter there and we were walking around neighborhoods that were not the safest back in the day. And you know, it was termed the murder capital of the world back I was gonna say. of the United States when I went. Okay. And and it has just really changed. I mean, gentrification took place and it was safe and, and fairly clean and it's that was, cool to be able to take your daughter? Yeah. How old's your daughter? She's she's going on college, right? She's going off to BYU Boom. in Provo this there next year. Or next, in the fall. So, yeah, she enjoyed it. Got to see... Uh, you see any people that you had taught or any of the families? No, or? because... Well, I only, we only stayed in the district, and it's pretty transient. The, I bet, yeah. The church tr- tripled in size since I was there, wow. as far as membership goes. And there was one member that had joined the church at the tail end of my mission, but I wasn't in that area. mm mm-hmm. um, and pretty much the ward in DC that I attended, DC Third Ward, was mostly new, and you get a lot of transient, as far as people moving in for a couple of years, working in the city, and then leaving out and, and moving out to the suburbs. Totally. So it's not a big family ward. A lot like young families mm-hmm. or uh, or immigrants that have, have moved there. So great great times. But I did post on Instagram. Uh, the nearest ARP meeting uh, was all the way in Maryland. Oh wow! And on Sunday night. And I noticed out there. It's funny. Someone just told me today the
2: one in the Arizona Prescott, or Prescott area is is uh, only on Sundays too.
0: And this is my opinion. Why would you do it on Sunday night? I've, no, I mean, I go to church for three hours. Gosh, the last thing you want to do. Last thing I want to do is go to is another go church meeting every week on a Sunday for two hours, like an hour and a half, an and which a half. then usually is ten minutes early well, and ten minutes after. And if you're in the District of Columbia, like you're another two hour trip. So,
2: Holy so
0: crap. my suggestion, if you don't have that great of attendance, get it on a weeknight. Like and plus, don't do you agree that you have church and then you need something midweek to kind of totally help totally you along yeah. Way? Expect,
2: yeah, if you're an addict like me, the more church meetings during the week, the better because sometimes Sundays, you know, it's just it's different. If you have kids, you have small kids, and just in life in general, like during the week, I need something to refocus myself to get me through to Sunday.
0: And there's two buildings. We have the church has two buildings in downtown DC. One of them is just used for activities for the singles. Okay, don't have church there. Yeah, so it was like a small chapel they bought, but there's no parking. Like, in there's no oh, parking. It's, yeah. like, not the row home I lived in. We had church, because that's not there anymore. But then there was another church that, that's, like, a small church. But, dude, that building is perfect for an ARP meeting in downtown D.C. So that's what I thought. But I'm just, you
2: know, I don't live there. Yeah, someone just came over and said that there's only one on Sunday in their area in Arizona where they're at. And there's another one that's, like, an hour and a half away. So, of course, the Sunday one's more convenient. But not really when you look at You've already been to church for three hours.
0: Yeah, I don't know the motive. The only thing I can think of,
2: is is a missionary couple just like, okay, let's just get it done. Yeah, We've like my church Sunday.
0: calling, it's like on my Sunday calling, yeah, I don't you have to do anything all week. All week, yeah. Or there's another, I, I, I think, again, my opinion, there's a sense of we don't want those people in the church building during the week. So no one's there on oh, a Sunday. Not. That'd be silly. Yeah. yeah, but I bet there's some out there. There's, yeah. you know. We've got we got youth activities on a. Uh, I've had a few people ask me that, like, what, what's the crowd like? I'm like, it looks like elders' quorum or society. What are you talking about? Yeah. In um, fact,
2: it looks so much like elders' quorum or church or whatever that sometimes I've had buddies that aren't members that come like in tats and you know sleeved up and you know sometimes we have people like that, but for the most part, you know, it's normal Mormons. Right. <laughs> yeah. We don't have a lot so of. So they they actually feel less like you know they like right. but not always but
0: yeah. Um and so that's those are it was a great trip, um so. Forget my news. Let's talk about the news. Did you see I said you a few of these while I was gone that that article about uh, in the New York Times about many Americans are too drugged out to work. Oh, no, but I saw you post this, but I didn't read it. So tell me what's so up. So a slew of reports find a fresh reason for the chronic inability of American companies to fill skilled jobs, not a lack of skills. And hence a trained and educated Let's say there's crisis. more people
2: graduating right now than
0: year, ever, right? right? Yeah. But a surfeit of drug abuse per a New York Times Nielsen Schwartz. Simply put, prime working age Americans without a college diploma are often too drugged out to get the best jobs. Opiids remain the high levels, but the surge in drug use is now heroin and the powerful contaminant fentanyl. Whoa. And it has a little sur- and what
2: what 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 is this on?
0: Uh, this one's on Axios and it refers to a New York Times Nielsen Schwartz guy. So it's not really has anything. It's not like a drug, but it's not like a drug oh, news. This is. No, it's like a new, like the next trending thing. article is Trump getting ready to take trade. Kushner, uh, Coast Guard. Dude, I feel like
2: more and more this, you know, it's in modern, like, you know what I mean? There's not
0: like a day that goes by. Not like, it's not in the news. So the next one, Washington Post. Uh, I was in Washington. Didn't Trump just put out something? Yeah, President's it's... Commission on Combating Drug Addiction and the Opioid Crisis issued a preliminary report on Monday stating state of crisis, that right. its first and most urgent recommendation is for the president to declare a national emergency under either the Public Health Service Act or the Stafford Act. With approximately 142 Americans dying every day, American America is enduring a death toll equal to September 11th every three weeks. Whoa. So that's heavy. You know, someone uh, posted on our Facebook page in one of these articles Mm -hmm. that the more enforcement for opiate prescription, the more heroin overdoses there are. Yeah. What's that again? It's like a direct correlation. As they crack down on dirty doctors and prescription pills, people shift to heroin and then there's more overdoses. Wow. So it's kind of like, I don't know if the point was the argument of like, oh, hey, we should not crack down. Because it's kind of like the legalization yeah. of weed right like oh when do we do this well i know there's a whole libertarian movement they want all drugs legal right and it is true like if you can't i mean that's why most people go to heroin anyways is the pills get too expensive you can't usually, get em. yeah usually of so a straight cost Co- cost for what you get right like so it's a, bang for your buck yes bang for your buck high for your buck yeah whatever but um and then it's I mean, at least supposedly if you get a pill from the doctor you know what the quantity is and the yeah. potency but you're going buying off some street drug well, you and eventually
2: doctors, you know, especially the shady doctors get too expensive, right? Because they want cash. And then so now you end up like how and they won't even prescribe you the milk. Eventually, with, when it comes to pills, at least I know for me and most of my friends uh, or other opiate acts that I know that were pills and didn't go to heroin, but almost did or maybe tried it and then stopped. Uh, it gets to a point where you there's not enough pills to take. You know what I mean? Like you're already yeah. up at the highest amount of opiates you can get. And whether that's morphine and opium mix pill and...
0: Well, so you had doctors kind of call you out, like not give you prescriptions, right? Like, they yeah, censored. I was turned down by a couple doctors. Did but they ever give you like, Hey, a straight talk? Like, Hey man, no, you may have a problem like, hey, and bo- here is some solutions. Here's no, some- no. They were
2: just like, I'm not going to prescribe you. You've already got a prescription. You already got a prescription this week. And then the other one was, uh, that's just the news going. Oh, the uh, news is going yeah, in the yeah. background. Okay. Yeah, no, as, as far as doctors, no. In fact, like, I've only turned down one time, and that was an urgent care, and that was because I just got a script filled and I was lying to her. And I said, like, I hadn't had a script in months in Utah. Yeah,
0: so there definitely needs to be a, a, like, this health service act. No, most of my doctors and, were addicts.
2: And. If I could tell.
0: I could tell okay. they were
2: addicts. Dude, you're an OBI, you could tell another OPI. Uh, and the way they wrote me so liberally, and, like, you can tell that they actually really did care. I guess I'm being
0: idealistic. If, if a doctor, if I was a doctor, i I'm like, Jay, I'm not going to write you a script because you just got one yesterday. Yep. Um, let's, let's have a quick Here's talk. the thing. They and write me
2: a script for 30 days, Brad. Like, 30 days, 390 pills or 360 pills. Whatever it comes out to, like, six pills a day or eight pills a day. That's what the script was allowed for. Okay. And within two weeks, it'd be gone. Or a week and a half. And, but, or sorry, in a week, it would be gone. So in seven days, it would be gone. You can generally
0: get a prescription early, right? Because, but
2: but usually only like a week early, I got to a point where it was so frequent that it was every two weeks I'd have to fill up. So I'd have to find drugs off the street for about my second week, because that would only last me a week, like 300 something pills would last me a week. Then I'd have to get, um, on something else off the street or like Xanax or muscle, like they usually prescribe, like most pain doctors, when you're going there, quote unquote, for pain, they'll write you three different prescriptions, they'll write you a muscle relaxer, like a straight muscle relaxer, they'll also write you an anti anxiety pill, like a Valium, because it can also be a muscle relaxer and helpless trees. But really, what it does is helps you get through the opiate kicks. Uh, And anyways, but so I I was talking to another I was actually talking to a doctor the other day, I don't know what the answer is, really. But I I, besides the fact that it needs to become standard practice that unless you're freaking fresh out of surgery, you know what I mean? Or unless you have a broken arm, and you you know, just happened. If you have, you know, if you have back pain, like, I don't think you should be getting opiates.
0: So there might be. There's no it, cure. That's it, no, If no, the crackdown on the opiates, there might be a ramification of heroin uptick until. For sure there will Until, be, until it levels off. Until it levels
2: until off. Until the demand levels off and you start. Because the reason education. why people are. Exactly. Because the reason. That's a great way to put it. Because the reason why the over prescribing is happening is because demand's there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: These doctors. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not. Like, I've had this discussion with people outside of. Out of, out of this, and they they've said that my opinion sounds like I'm anti doctor. What I'm saying is, they're just supplying they're just supplying the demand. We got to get, but I believe the demand is a direct correlation for how the public knows how loose it is, right? Well,
0: we're also a wimpy generation of like for sure. This hurts. I should feel. But that's feel that's anything. a direct
2: reflect from the marketing campaigns from these these yeah. meta right all night all on TV. Anything. There's a drug for everything. There should the be no feeling. Right. Well, there's a for, all, for except for these side oh, effects. The but then they write you a script for those ones.
0: Sure, there's another prescription
2: for, for all sure. The side effects. They did. They, there's, there's documentaries that, that show that when you get that, on
0: one long term thing, you end up on seven or an eight. Well, there's that one. It's like, hey, if you're constipated from opiate, there's another prescription. That's a new drug. Is 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 a opiate constipation? A drug that you have to take basically because,
2: because you're an addict. Yeah. Because you take opiates so much, and then where you would hear the argument from a doctor, well, that person needs it. Or that person needs it. Well, sure, I needed it. You need it. Too, Everyone dude, needed it. Yeah. Everyone needed it, dude. We all need it. We all want it. But do we actually need it? Is it the right? I guess it's to uh, say whether you need it or not. Is is it, the right, is it the right solution? You know, is it really working on your pain? I can tell you right now, even the, the gnarly pain I've had, it doesn't take. Dude, it barely does anything after a while. Well, anyways, fascinating. Okay, yeah. we don't have the answer to that. Don't have the answer, but that's what's going down, man.
0: All right, church news little con- quote, quote, unquote, controversy. Those that like to stir up controversy, I'm sure you haven't read this one. But uh, the headline is Elder Holland withdraws church news missionary story. So, apparent, so uh, Elder Holland was speak a quorum of the Twelve Apostles, was speaking to Mission president Seminar at the end of June. Mm-hmm. And he relayed a story that he had heard from a family members Um and then he related to these mission presidents. And, it, and the story was something about the a man who had been estranged from his Idaho family for 20 years and was found by a brother that he didn't know while he was while the brother was serving a mission in California. And then the story of rescuing. Like, mm-hmm. basically, this kid's serving a mission, and he meets his brother he didn't know he had, who, like, rebelled type thing. Yeah. Um, and so he relayed this story to the Mission Training Center, like, you know, don't give up hope. Well, yeah. then the family called him and said actually some of those details weren't exactly correct and he's like sorry like that's what i heard from this other family member yeah you know direct oh, so family that family is kind of like
2: hey we don't want that out in public
0: yeah whatever so you know there's they, controversy between the story within stories. the family they yeah, weren't yeah. they weren't uh, agreeing upon what the real story was so yeah. he withdrew it yeah But, dude, you should have seen all the... So then what are, of course, the non... The antis are saying. Of course, the one foot, one foot out. We're like, look at this. You had Apostle having to backtrack and pull this out. Like, da-da-da. It sounds like Joseph Smith with his storytelling. And I'm like, did you actually read what happened? Like... If I relay your story, Jay, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. I'm like, oh, here's the story happened to Jay. Like, yeah. and you're like, actually, no, this thing yeah, was, was just a little crossed up. The point up. is still it, the, the point same. is still the same. Yeah, but I was a drug addict, right? They, or say we're talking about my story. Whatever yeah, point whatever it I was is. trying to make, but yeah. maybe some of the details that you're not comfortable with, or maybe I'm heard them differently yeah. or whatever. We, yeah, but that's, but of course
2: they attacked it, and leached onto it. Oh, totally. And yeah. it's it, a real force out there. The, one of my biggest testimony builders in the beginning was I couldn't believe how many people are anti. Like, like, you know what I mean?
0: Like, they dedicate with so much valor and, a- like, they anger almost. A like w- They spend more time on that than they probably did at any calling they had. For sure, in their <laughs> own church. That's what I was like. There's
2: churches dedicated. and You know, some of my family members who are not members of any church or yeah. any faith, they can't believe, my uncle specifically, can't believe that their are churches out there dedicated against our church. Like, well, that's their
0: church mission. I know yeah. we're not talking
2: about that, but well, Well, I, I
0: think the bigger uh, problem he is, thinks that's are those the thing. that are within the church like they have one foot in one foot out yeah that they're trying to or they left and they're just trying to bring as many people out with them that's what i usually Um, tell them yeah but but then you have the other i mean we actually just had that happen believe it or not
2: one of the guys from our local meetings in here in south orange county he was a convert yeah joined he was an a dude and you know and joined recovery the whole thing and now he just he publicly announced on the on the pulpit last sunday that he left dude he's done
0: wait he came to church he came to ch- ch- so came to, to, to the meeting
2: first okay right and then he ended up getting baptized and then he got anti-mormon pamphlet right when he was investigating he never threw it away and then eventually started reading it and anyways this is a guy who i've heard his testimony in, in an ARP meeting say that the church is the full like i mean like with Powerful so much test. spirit dude but because of fear and anxiety and and um, he didn't also like this. Also came out in one of his shares. He didn't like. Uh, Careful. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, but
0: yeah. But did you say did he share? In, he shared on the pulpit. He, like, he went up to, went to church the pulpit
2: and said, "I'm sorry." He was nicely. At least he was cool about it, you know. But it just kind of showed me that what I was getting. The reason why I brought that up is the anti pamphlets. Man, they're just out there. It's just crazy. It blows my mind.
0: There's a lot, There was a couple of new stories I saw recently how those printers are like, they're not printing anymore because it's all digital. So there's a lot of money making in printing those. Yeah, of course. And printing those tracts and selling them to churches. Yeah. So there's a lot less of that now. Yeah, because now it's um, just on, online. Yeah, it's online. It's easy. And, and you have a lot more doing it. Uh, and some of them are, you know, they they really think we're going to hell. Like so they're trying to save they're, us. Yeah, they're they're sincerely guys. trying to save us. I am um, buddy from high school. And then you have too. others, I think, that are just trying to not lose their church membership, in my opinion. Yeah. So like let's hold on and then, but th- but there's uh yeah I don't know there's there's like Brother Millet and Brad Wilcox has been have been doing a lot of like go to other churches and have this Q and A yeah and like d- define that if you kind of break it down because there's people like scared of Mormons
2: yeah um, the defining thing is you know is the way I always heard it that simplifies it is divine revelation or, or direct. What is it? Divine authority by direct revelation. That's what separates us. That's what we well, believe in. Where a lot of these other people don't believe that. They should d- believe that they're definitely. But the Trinity is
0: what. That's what I'm it's saying. But, nice that, but, but that, but that comes from yeah. direct revelation, right? I love that that uh, sister think, who grew yeah, her. Her testimony and awesome. our... actually gave a talk in our word how she was.
2: She was. This is facts on the internet. People can go like, yeah. dude, I have born again Christian friends that I love. But like when you start talking about that, like they think you've invented the nice to right. trick and I'm like, dude, this is like, in the go, go read about this the This is Mormon non-Mormons who wrote like all
0: came together and it, this is Christian history. Yeah. Like this
2: is something like you either need to adopt and be proud of, like but just know right. where it came from. Right. This is where a lot of non-members too of any faith, like you know, atheists I guess would say like Anyways, you know. Well, that's
0: when they say we're not Christian, if you're ever curious by that, is because we, don't. we do not adopt the Nicene Creed, yeah. which during the Nicene Creed, all the Christian denominations came together and they agreed on what the Godhead is. And, and a bunch of other doctrine. things, like what
2: Christian was going to be. Like yeah. well, we're, What, what are books we gonna, were included. What books were included. That's where they started separating all the stuff. Like we have yeah. 12 apostles, but we have four Gospels. Right. Right? And really, right. where are the other, f- right? Did so.
0: you, I just watched uh, the... Uh, uh what's the Dan Brown uh movie? Um oh it's it was based in 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 Paris. Oh de- uh, Angels the Man. one before that.
2: Oh uh, um Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code, yeah. yeah so they talk about Nicene Creed and yeah. all that stuff. So. This is history
0: this is history. Totally.
2: You know who's anti that well not to get on the anti theory, even though we're on it, is what's his name? The main actor. Um
0: uh, Tom Hanks he's anti-Mormon super anti like when Anti-Mormon. he started making those movies oh. it was
2: part of his, part of well, his thing is
0: anti-Mormon or think catholic because that was early he's, yeah so it started people. with the Catholic that's why yeah.
2: got, That's why he was super interested in those parts right yeah. But then it led to like he actually funds a lot of anti-Mormons he's really anti all established organized, religion, religion. organized religions yeah so we get lumped in there because we're extremely organized we're extremely organized <laughs> in a yeah. good way but yeah. <laughs> obviously people love the th- like as if that it's funny like in a day in 2017 it's bad to be organized like, you know, I get what they're saying because they think the money filters straight to the top, you know, type thing. Yeah. But like but we're organized, like we know where every member is. Think about it. That's kind of crazy. Like, you know, pretty much the status, of whether the person doesn't want to be like every member, yeah. you go to a local congregation. They can't tell you like who they're. No, we're, we're definitely
0: organized, but we're organized so that we can serve. So we can serve. And in time of disaster, and, you and, can know well, that too. And, but provide, I mean, the gospel much, to people. Yeah, like I wouldn't we wouldn't be doing our calling, right? Like we'd have we'd, no idea. We would just show up and yep. be preached to me. Yeah, preached to me. But well. we provide for me, I love it because it provides the structure and motivates me and puts opportunity in front of me to serve other people. And do
2: you not feel like it parallels exactly what the New Testament when Christ came, oh. he set up prophecies yeah. like it was it was a set thing he did. Right. If Christ didn't do that, we didn't have those writings and I could see okay, okay, we're just trying to be like over, you know, whatever. But like he created this organization that just seemed to right. just disappear and we don't need that anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, hey, you and I have testimony of Obviously, that's what I'm talking about. So thing separate, in my opinion, the biggest thing separates us, right, is the direct revelation through divine authority, right?
0: I guess what the difference between opinion and your testimony is you've received a witness for that, right? Yep. So Absolutely. We share the opinions expressed here are those of Jay and I. Yeah,
2: these are just our opinions, man. If they, and if they offend and if they're wrong, feel free to write us. I know I gave a quote the other day about... Uh overdoses and whatever. I was a little bit off. You but corrected that. I corrected that. It's all good.
0: On our Instagram yeah. page, which is at The Next Step Podcast. Boom. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. Our website is thenextsteppodcast.com. And
2: feel free to shoot us over any news articles you see and anything yeah, you want us to them cover. up
0: on our Facebook or Instagram or shoot us an email. Um, this is for links. the people, by the people. And we just... Appreciate all the listening and, and the positive words when we get these emails from you that, like, and you're sharing it with friends. Yeah, it, just Did, those I tell you Did I tell you the other day? Real quick. Ahead, we're, go
2: ahead, go ahead. Yeah, this guy, this guy, buddy from, from our ARP, our local meeting moved to another state. Oh. And when he was going to meet with his bishop to talk to him about getting a in meeting Florida, set up, right? yeah, yeah, to set up another meeting, the bishop had said, Oh, you got to hear this podcast in California. And this guy's like, Well, it ends up that's not only, you know. I know those guys but that was my home meeting and anyways i thought that was cool that's really neat so you know people are listening and that's great man keep sharing it that bishop who shared it thank you so much if you're listening you're so, awesome
0: uh between our last podcast let me just shock you with some stats real boom quick. our uh we have some new cities that are topping out as our top listeners nice scottsdale arizona Wow, Salt Lake, La Habra, Los Angeles, La Habra—that's where I grew up. La Habra those of you listening, that's
2: La Habra Heights, man. Westwood yeah. Road.
0: So we're still heavily California, but yeah. I guess it's just network here. But yeah, we're growing Yeah, we a bunch of people of in AZ, Arizona, and Utah. The Mormon. Canada, um, Utah. Countries. Check out these countries: um, uh, Canada, Netherlands, UK, India, Australia, Australia. Might another bar, shrimp on the bar before me there? Yeah, boom. Mexico, Spain, South Africa, and Turkey. Boom. Along with forty-seven other countries, I got some news for you
2: that I will have here shortly. In a few weeks, I just got for my birthday, which was yeah. yesterday. Happy birthday, Boom. Jay! Happy birthday! Thirty-one Jay. years old, but uh that's big news. It was my thirty-one on thirty-one. That's right? nice. a golden Dude. birthday they call nice. it. But I got ancestry.com set up for my, so I can figure out because I'm such a mutt. Yeah, and everyone always asks your dark skin, this that, and the other. I always say what I think I am, but. Now it's time to figure it out. So that'll be news. Okay. Next week. Big news. See. did you already uh, send uh, it away? No, no I gotta do it. So it'll be a couple weeks. Would well, you take blood or hair? It's no, it's uh it's like we did for our dog. It's a uh, saliva. It's saliva. Like DNA. Okay,
0: yeah. Uh 23andMe, is that what it is? Yeah. What do you mean? Uh I don't know. Is it Ancestry.com? It's Ancestry.com's okay. packet, yeah, for okay. yourself. And yeah. then you send your saliva and, and then, then they and they, they,
2: then they I think what they do, then you because you have to pay for it, you know, it's kind of expensive or whatever, but yeah. dude, you then it links into your profile where then they can they can help link to I guarantee I'm Native American of some sort. That's what I'm hoping for. You're pulling. hoping for I'm that. I'm pulling for Kay. it. Okay, then you, and me, or we? Because I've always felt drawn to them.
0: Brothers, and we can sit Indian style. For sure. I tell I w- my kids, don't crisscross applesauce. We have American Indian in our blood. We sit Indian style. Boom. And, and the I teachers, the-, the teachers look at them like, you can't say that, and they're like, yes, we can, because yes, we we're Indian. Didn't I hear like they don't want to be called Native Americans anymore? They want to. Where my Indian. daughter serves in uh, Farmington, New Mexico. Sister Barbara, how are you? Um, You're
2: awesome. She said they like to be called natives. Oh, natives, yeah, because they're not really Native Americans, because they don't like being. But it's with still America. the Indian reservation, so yeah. I
0: don't. Uh, I think some. I think like native sounds cool. Native I'd want to be called cool. native. Yeah, so we're like she's I'm a native to this land. Yeah, that's what to they the like. Cherokee to be Nation
2: natives. or to the Navajo Nation or whatever. Yes, that's
0: rad. Um, but I don't think Indian is uh, pejorative, but I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, you're not technically supposed to say it, but I'm Indian, but so I'm not offended by it. Exactly. So, so you can technically say what you want. That's why I want. Yeah. Like I can't wait to. Yeah. Anyways. Okay well that's our news we're gonna hit the na, 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 share, da, na, na. and then an awesome uh ask the addict so stay tuned I am Jamin and act <laughs> grateful
2: to be here grateful that we're on step five um this is a step that uh was uh, a long road for me to get to this point where I was able to do step five and to do step four and um but I did it. And I feel exactly that everything it talks about in this short, it's interesting how small this is. But like when you read step four, it's like four pages and it's super long. It's got all these examples, a list of things which you are to say and do and make suggestions. But this is very simple. You just you be it honest. Right? Like you just do, it's honesty, it's confession, but you're doing it with rigorous honesty. And if you do that, the promise in, in this step is exactly what happened in my life. And if it would have been any different, it would be hard to sit here and bear testimony that step five is a good thing, but it says, let peace come into your life. That's exactly what happened. Um, I, I felt that right off the bat in this, uh, in this step, we're gonna talk about a common characteristic of many who have suffered from addiction is a sense of isolation. It wasn't just a sense for me that was my life and I was very uh, you know yeah, Xander knows we were friends way before I came into these meetings and um, we were always the outgoing people that were connected with everyone and talked and had friends and this that, and the other but inside I was a hundred percent isolated and uh, what I mean for that is is how I really felt about my life how I really felt about my fears how I really felt about the challenges the things that God asked me to do since joining the church um, a lot of things just everything and that was all inside and um, even though we could I could be in a room full of people and communicating and laughing and cracking jokes and having a good time inside I was hurting I was pain and I was scared and I realized that most of my life was lived in a and still can be lived in, a, in some form of isolation whether it's small or it's large it's um, it's not easy to to break those chains but once again it's very simple Each step tells you exactly what to do and how to break it. And one thing I wrote is confession breaks a sense of isolation. Simple. That's if you want to simplify the step, you confess because this characteristic of of addiction that it plagues us all and um, it can be broken. And it's very simple. There's not this giant formula. You just confess the things that and that is not just in the big sense that they're asking here for this step. That's just calling your sponsor every now and then and checking in and saying, hey, I'm not. You know, I, I, I'm feeling this way today. I'm feeling this way this week or month. For some reason, I'm kind of a little bit nervous about this business thing that I'm dealing with or my family or whatever it is that you're dealing with. And if you do that, it breaks those chains of isolation and will keep you from staying there, which then can lead you to do things that we don't want to do, you know, outside of our, you know our addiction and so or sorry outside of our isolation so i'm grateful to to be here tonight i'm grateful that you guys are here obviously extremely grateful to be here for nate and getting his chip and um i uh met nate i can't remember how many years ago but a few years back and uh he was right right out of right out of jail and it was tough times and um and I remember thinking, man, dude, this guy's been through the ringer. But tell you what, man, you're a rock. And um, if you guys want an example of someone that 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 doesn't that doesn't quit no matter what comes his way, that's it right there at the end of the table. Um, and I mean that 100%. We had this guy named Curtis that would come to um, the to Thursday night meeting like religiously every single week. And to me, you're, you're Curtis in, in, in your own way, and um, and you're a rock. You really are. Um, I've I feel like, uh, you know, you've seen, you've seen what this disease does and uh, not only to the, those like to yourself but to your loved ones and um, the fact that you faced hell like straight on and, and you didn't quit, it's a huge example to me in my life and, and I know in Lexi's who wishes she was here and um, I know that, uh, that we're blessed for your decision to, to, uh, to just move forward and, and, uh, and to face it head on. And, you're just an amazing person, an amazing man, and your daughter's lucky to have you as a father. And um, I really feel that way, and I'm, I'm grateful to know you. And uh, we're all better in here that we know you. And one thing that I also want to talk about is, uh, it says we started to understand our tendencies towards negative thoughts and emotions, self-will, fear, pride, self-pity, jealousy, and self-righteousness and anger. And resentments unbridled passions and desires and so on those thoughts and emotions were truly the exact nature of our wrongs and uh, it's amazing what repentance can do and just opening that dialogue with someone can do to your life can't explain how just talking about something can break the chains of isolation in your mind the next day you know you have a conversation one day and all of a sudden the next day you're a little bit more open and a little bit more free feeling that's what happens that's what it does and uh, the only way I can compare it is when I met with Mike, my sponsor, and uh, did step four and five. I drove home after a year of being sober and still f- isolating. I felt for the first time like I came out up of water, like I was underwater and I couldn't breathe and I couldn't grasp. I was trying to grasp for air, but I was underwater. And when I met with Mike, it was like someone just grabbed me by the, by the back of the, the shirt and just ripped me out of water. And then that's, that's how freeing I felt. I felt like I could just breathe. And it was the most peaceful drive home. I was happy. I was excited. I was excited to see my wife and say, I did it. Finally, I, I, you know, I talked about things that I didn't want to talk about. And I just, I did the program. I just, I did the next step. And, uh, and, and then I got to move on. And then, you know, the rest is history. And I'm grateful for you guys. And I love everyone that's in this room. And um, I really, truly feel lucky to be alive today and um, to be here with you and to share this moment with Nate and his mom and his daughter. I love you guys and just like I said, man, grateful to, to see your example and what it's done in my life and I say that in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen.
1: amen.
0: there she is again that familiar voice is rebecca.
3: Rebecca. rebecca but you can call me becky
0: i can call you becky again
2: yes cool. so, so becky was on a few months back about nine or so About nine months back and, and she had just gotten her
3: 90 day chip
2: and so nine plus n- three is what
3: 12. Twelve.
2: <laughs> rebecca just got her 12 month chip
0: you don't need to go that close becky
2: okay oh, but close to that. But that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good.
0: You just, you don't Congratulations. 12 Thank months. You. Woo. Now a year. We've known you for a long time. Yep. Yes, you have. So how long, uh, just remind the audience, how long have you been coming to just 12-step meetings? In general. In general. Oh,
3: um, since I was 16 years old. And I'm 40, I think I'll be 42 on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. I don't know
0: how old I am either, so yeah. that's good. It's been a long time. I just Jay reminds me how old I am. You guys are over the hill, 40s. Can you
3: believe we're yeah. that old? She's and we're not over still? the hill. you're over the hill. No, bro. I'm way over the hill.
0: No, you're not.
2: <laughs> you still got the young Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not
3: over the hill, over the She's hills. only a 50. Yeah, I'm yeah. yeah not over there.
2: the hill. <laughs> you're almost a 50, that's making him nervous. Even <laughs> not even close. Not anyway, even close. She just said how young I was. So 16, that's a lot. Yeah, let's do the math. Let's see that. Let's, Let's see. Do the math on that. 42 there. minus 16. That's 26 years. 26 years. I'm 31. So when yeah. I was four, you were going to your first meeting.
3: Yeah. And when you were two, is when I was started to use at uh, 14. Wow. Okay. Everything came into play real quick. I
0: remember now, sharing that. Remember now, sharing what that this, time. we've just celebrated a year of sobriety. H- had you had any longer periods of that, or is that the longest?
3: You know, I I had a longer period when um, I was pregnant and nursing. That's right. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Right, it that's was that's a longer right. stretch, but I wasn't in, as involved with AA or ARP. Were, we're, were, we're you white knuckling right. it? I w- yeah. During, we definitely that, during, call-
0: that, during the pregnancy time, it was a uh, white knuckle period. Absolutely. Were you were not in. Some, would you consider yourself in recovery at that point, or just not using?
3: Uh, some recovery for okay. sure. Yeah, because I, I would make it I would yeah. make it to meetings every now and again, but I wasn't working a program. Okay. I wasn't I wasn't doing step work and no? checking in with a sponsor every day and I think That like was that.
2: the next question is what changed? What was oh, what's, what's this one? Everything you're, you're, changed because you just said some key well, things Well, I'm there. just
3: going to say some cliché, you know, yeah, a- but That's, a- good. Things that's right. is I was tired. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that's and that's what it was and I was I had um, I, I was ready. I was finally ready. You had had some
2: time, I remember, and then you you relapsed, and then you came into the meeting, and you're like, right,
3: it needed to change. I was in my 40s now, and you know, have a have a child, and um, you know, just ready, older, mature. I just, I was done. I was done.
2: It's crazy when. That so happens. I threw
3: myself totally into program and um, and got a sponsor and kicked up the meetings. And um, around November. Uh, my insurance company opened up a behavioral health services that offers um, uh, meetings, group, group meetings for uh, recovery six days a week. And okay. so I added in those in my time off, and then um, my Saturday morning meeting is there.
0: That's good. So I get asked a lot about meetings, and, and particularly ARP meetings throughout the church. In fact, Jay, I've had quite a bit after our leading LDS um, yeah, we're on, we're on another podcast. And so, so another wonderful. like church yeah. leaders, and so I've had other uh, you know members of stake stake high councils or group leaders like, hey, how how do you do it? Like we're not getting traction, and they have like one meeting and a neighboring stake, and and they're like we have enough. And my from my experience, you know, with people we've interviewed and talking to Jay and like you is if you're serious about recovery, you need to go more than once a week, especially Absolutely. early recovery. Absolutely, and. and And that is like a new con. I mean, twelve steps are new to our church, right? Uh, And even then, there's not that many, and so maybe there's only once a week. But if you're serious, you're going to drive thirty minutes, absolutely, or go to go to your stake or go to a neighboring stake. Go to multiple meetings or go to secular meetings. Okay, so I have a lot. I have a lot of things that I want to say about. Yeah. So uh, you've been you've been in both, and you go to both. I go to
3: both, and I and then I add in my my insurance. Also, Kaiser. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. yeah, you're going through the Kaiser so meetings too, yep. Meeting makers make it. boom. The very number one consistent 100% th- common thread for relapse is the first thing that comes out of that addict's mouse, mouth is I stopped going to meetings. For 100% sure. of the time, guaranteed. They stop going to meetings, they go out and relapse. Um, another sure. thing is you do, what when you are desperate enough to get sober, you do whatever it takes. I remember driving from here to Havasu, from South Orange County to Lake Havasu City to go get drugs, and I did whatever it mm-hmm. took to get high. I would do whatever it took. I drive as many miles. I don't care. I didn't care.
2: Like,
0: that's a couple. That's a couple hundred miles.
2: Six hours. Our, yeah. Six
3: hour drive. So, Six hour so drive that's for
0: drugs. You're, you're willing to go that far to get high? Or are you willing to go that and far they, to get sober? And they the say
3: even if you put ten yeah. percent, just ten percent of your time into recovery that you did into your addiction. You will probably have a, a very mm. good chance of getting sober
2: for sure.
3: So for sure, yeah. Meeting, what true statement? You stick with the winners too. They always say that in AA. You stick with the winners. You stick with the You stick with the people that show up. You stick with the people that are working yeah. steps. You stick okay. with the. You stick with the ones that you can see Cause, cause that could, change of heart. Because
0: you can make a choice to hang out with those that are
3: white knuckling s- it. White knuckling it. No or,
0: sponsor. No step work. You go to we don't see them is, a lot is, in the is church meetings. Is it, but, is it tempting to go to those and, and, and kind of hang on to those because you're doing better than them? Like if you're hanging around someone that's working the steps, showing up to meetings, that's probably, uh, I'm projecting here, but that seems like hard. The expectation is I got to be as good as that person. Where if someone's every other meeting and. Well, not for doing me, steps. it
3: was like I always wanted what Jay had. Okay. I always wanted. Do you use your real name? Yeah. Jay, okay. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I always wanted, I saw <laughs> it's people It's called the that Next had, Step Podcast with yeah. Brad and Jay. <laughs> so I always wanted what um, the light that I could see in these people that were working a program and completing step work, and, and you see a light that actually shines out of them. And it's, you can see it in physical change, physical change of people that you see that oh. start out as newcomers and then and and start working a program you but you physically see that change so that he, light of Christ shine through them so
0: here's my question to you is you saw that for years right i mean since 12 secular meetings but let's just talk about the last couple years right here in lds arp meetings you saw that change but yet you still weren't uh, you didn't we're make ready. the step you were ready, weren't ready. Yeah. what was there something that clicked i mean you mentioned it a little bit was I guess and you may not have the answer, but what is that thing that like you finally said, okay, this enough is, is enough. this is it well, was y- there a straw that broke it or was it just a decision you made?
3: And it, it, this time it wasn't even as low of, of a rock bottom that what I had, had gotten lower, before. Yeah. I've had much lower but um, the timing was just right this time it w- I, I side had side. it it was like I truly and Jay talks about this all the time in meetings is I truly got honest. Okay. I truly. I truly stepped one and surrendered and admitted, you know, that my life had like become... But,
0: re- I, but, I, but I heard you yeah. admit before that you step one, you seem sincere. Yeah, but what you said on your... This is key
2: to link the two podcasts because her our last podcast she was on here, she was talking about the difference between this one is closing all those doors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember? That's right. You kept, right. The, you kept a few you doors kept open. Doors. Yes, that's right. Back in the day, i right. like, I was never going to admit that I was a drug addict out loud because if I said those words like fully, right. then that means like all these doctor scripts that I was claiming... Where medicine, right, versus right. drugs, would 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 abolish all that. You know what I mean? Right. You wouldn't have any more doors left open. And so is that a good that thing
0: as a sponsor is to to f- try to flush out? Well, what I think it's doors the individual. Like that's it the does. thing. It's like yeah. it's the addict. Did themselves. a sponsor help you get that, or was it just you finally being honest with yourself?
3: Um, you know, it, a lot of it was support. I had to make commitments to groups and. Okay. Um, and made but you co- made
2: them. It's like no one I makes made you. Yeah, you I made the commitment. In.
3: Like anytime time I need to do something, I try. I I will do. I'll make a commitment to the group to hold myself accountable, and it goes from there.
0: Okay, that's the power of group meetings. So, so if you're listening,
2: so this is the key lesson of, of many from this podcast, hopefully. But one of them is if you're if you're if you're not getting success, maybe you're like she said, um, like uh, Becky said. Uh, back on when she was on the first time is that maybe you're leaving doors open and maybe you haven't really done that step one because I hear a lot of people like oh, I'm just not getting it I'm not getting it but yet I'm trying and I've done these steps I'm like no dude like and as it, soon as you do step one like you really yeah. do it like you really do it doesn't mean you're gonna be perfect it just means that like you're like no my life is completely unmanageable right. on drugs alcohol sex whatever your thing is right then all of a sudden you get to that next step and then before you know it you gain momentum
3: that's right. right. Yeah, for sure. And taking direction—I mean, taking taking direction from a sponsor is huge. It's key. It's It's key. And many sponsors will recommend 90 and 90, depending on the severity. So you attend 90 meetings in 90 days to get 90. Yeah, get 90 90 days days. underneath your belt. That's that's definitely
0: more of a an A A N A sponsor relationship because within, within the church. That's What's not possible in all areas, but you can still go to an a meeting. Just not an right. uh, ARP meeting. I
3: have a I have a brother who's a fall down drunk, and when he got sober the first time, um, he was attending six meetings a day, wow. because he couldn't resist. He was shaking. He couldn't resist the drink. He had to be yeah. in meetings, for and that was like for the first six months.
0: And that's what that I, I, m- I mentioned a lot that my experience of twelve step meetings before being a normie is m- movies. And you'd see these, oh, yeah. you see the these triggers. situations where yeah. like something trigger, I gotta go, and they just book it and they go to a meeting, and that right. never made sense to me. And I remember asking you, Jay, right, me, like, what, like you have that right, like what I see in the movies, what do you do? And he's like, I wait till Thursday. Yeah, because
2: <laughs> yeah. that was like a rare and like. Pick up the phone. Like, call well, your yeah, sponsor, yeah. Like I had, alcoholic. I had those types of things, but like uh, what I was told. See, I didn't know, right? I was new to this too, even though I've been doing drugs and all the bad stuff forever i knew new to recovery, right? Like right. I had never been to a meeting until I came to our a uh, church meeting. Right, And um, that was once a week. And then, right. you know what I mean? So like, I didn't know of any, I went to one other meeting after, take that back. I went was our friend, Andrew, who's been on the podcast, I went to a men's only AA meeting. And I had a hard time because obviously people smoke, they drink coffee and like, right, those right. are things that like, also um, I wanted to Other triggers. And other, other triggers. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. like I could easily just go, and I was already smoking cigarettes. My wife had left me and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm just gonna smoke and like, I'm like, I knew, but I knew I shouldn't have. I just stopped and he took me to that meeting. And I was like, and I think too, because of being a convert too for me, like right. uh, if I hear too much of uh, blending the world's views with yeah, like yeah. the church, like I can easily run with it and I can justify everything. Like, and I can not leave the church cause I haven't never left out of all the ups and downs I've had, but it's hard for me to hold on to my testimony of all the commandments. And so right. sometimes when you go, I noticed real quickly, one meeting, it's all it took for me, the secular meeting, was hard for me because of the God thing was taken out of it. I'm like, I already want to do that. Like, I want to take kind of not not God, but like higher higher, power, you know yeah, what I mean? Like right. the specifics Where then when I went to the church meeting, it was like, even though I didn't want to hear this stuff, I didn't right. want to talk about the scriptures. I didn't want to hear about prophets and apostles, right. but that's what I was hearing. And I knew that's what I needed. So it, anyways, what he's getting at, it was really hard. I don't rec and I still don't recommend to any people I sponsor, especially if you're drugs or alcohol. You need to be going to as many meetings as possible, yes. whether church or not. Like, right. go. The oh, fact yeah. that I survived that beginning, it was, it was nearly impossible, and I don't recommend it.
3: it reinfor- I wish I could have gone back yeah, and done It, it reinforces way. sobriety. Every time you go to a meeting, totally. every time you pick up the phone and talk to your sponsor, every Which time did, that you yeah. do. Yeah, you're, you're reinforcing. You
0: and the big book, like you hear a lot
3: of times, oh, yeah. like Dude. I love the so big book. So that's one book. thing I
2: did do, like yeah. even though
0: I wasn't going. Here's so crazy, so I ended so, up learning all so this so history. So there's some some no, uh, new you know LDS people that don't even know what the big book is. Explain what the big book is. Yeah.
3: So the big book was written by Bill W. and it, he is the one that um, that was inspired to start Alcoholics Anonymous. Bill and Bob. Bill and Bob, yeah, and did, it is like the did AA Bill Bible. Bill write
2: it? Did Bill or did they write yeah. it together? Bill I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. He wrote it. In, but I mean, they had 100 members at the time, like around 100 of the first founding. Yeah. And like, uh, it was pretty gnarly because the first, the, out of the first bunch, the first real people, like most of those were pretty religious, right? Because Bill's right. experience was religious. Absolutely. Okay. And, which at first he didn't want anything to do with either, right? But right. they found God. Then slowly as they started gaining momentum, and this is all in the East Coast, right? Like, right. this is all like right. in the 30s, by the way. Yeah. And, um, a lot of them had become, the, the they were still getting sobriety, but they were atheists. And so this was the challenge. He
3: wrote a chapter yeah. to the agnostics.
2: Yeah. And, well, yeah, and and but they wanted him. And so he originally wanted Christ in there. He wanted God. He wanted scriptures. He wanted all these things. But he
3: had to and in higher power. They
2: were, yeah, they, uh, half of the group was atheists. And they were like, dude, no way. And, right. and how inspired, really, that right. they did do higher power. Because think of how many people wouldn't have yeah. touched it if it had Christ in there. Wouldn't have touched it if it said God as we knew God. You know what I mean, like. Okay, yeah. so I
3: went to, I was on vacation, and I went to two meetings when I was in Las Vegas. I mm-hmm. went to a women's AA meeting, and I went to a, an LDS ARP meeting. Oh, cool! And the women's AA meeting totally blew my mind because. Really? It was, I mean, it was AA format, they did their reading, um, and they didn't have a topic.
2: So if you're listening, what you say when they do their reading, if you go, if you've never been to an outside, they give the like promises. for ARP, yeah. they read out of the big book, which is this book written by Bill. It's where we get our steps from. Everything in our right, book right. comes from that book. So Adopted on, from me. Yep.
3: So um, they didn't have a topic, and so I, even though I was a guest, it was very silent, and I said, well, how about my favorite topic is Thy Will Be Done? and god's will and um and they're like okay well why don't you go ahead and lead and i was like i would love to lead like yeah, yeah. i You're love this yeah. Like, yeah like surrender god's will not my will and always his never mine. and um as we went around the group table i was the only one that believed in god hmm. everyone else believed the one there are lady higher powers the, like sun yep, or vibrations or vibrate, okay. different dimensions in the world. Um one uh did I say vibrations? Yes. Yeah, vibrations. Uh one was just uh believe. Oh. <laughs> like <laughs> it was very, very different. and then given them being Mormon. And then the one one of the ladies, and I don't know how they, these ladies had years of sobriety and somehow they were able to pull together and they still I mean shows you the power because for steps. me I was like how do you how do you step one? How do you step two? Where's step three? How do you step four? Five? How do you step six, seven, no have God him take lo- Christ, yeah. How do you step 11, drawing a closer connection to, you know, God as you understand him? It was just absolutely mind-boggling. And one girl actually told me that she cringed when I said that, and she threw up in her mouth a little.
1: Hmm. Oh! <laughs> hey, but that's yeah. what she believed, right? So like, as they were sharing yeah. that
3: they didn't believe in God, they... I was I was starting to become insecure about myself. Like Isn't that crazy. Maybe I shouldn't have. Said maybe that. I. Yeah. Like, why did I choose this? You know what I mean? Like, uh, maybe and inspired. So maybe yeah. it was inspired. Yeah. Maybe it was. Maybe it touched someone's heart.
2: But so, what'd you learn from that experience?
3: Uh, I it strengthened ads. my testimony. It right? strengthened, strengthened your testimony. Strengthened Plus, my it showed testimony. you
2: probably too. What it shows me is that There's these steps are yeah. so. Universal, you know, yeah, so freaking it's bulletproof true. that yeah. you yeah. can be, comp- it doesn't matter if you're Christian. I'm not going to lie, because I don't know when we talk about this, but my entire first year to get my year chip, like you just got tonight, right. I don't I don't think I read the scriptures once. I don't think I prayed to God right. very often, right. because I had a lot of resentments that I still hadn't worked through. But right. I was doing the, the, like you said, meeting maker to make it, but I, around that year is when I realized I needed more. And yeah. that's when my testimony started to come right. back, and I started doing those other things. But to me, that proves, to me, my experience, plus those other people, these steps are so bulletproof that even if you took, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. God's in them no matter what. You can take his that's name right. out all you yeah. want, but that's these right. are like, still the power of these are the gospel. Yeah, exactly.
3: And one of the other ladies, she totally, believed in the power of the group. Yeah. The, which which a lot is real. Very it's common. real. It I, is I real.
2: survived off that first group in San Clemente. Yeah, They were right. like my, like. In the beginning, So, you know, so yeah.
3: let me tell you about the ARP meeting yeah. in Vegas. so then you went to yeah. that. Okay, it's so I went to the ARP, and I was thinking, like, this is Vegas. This is it's the city of sin. Yeah, I'm going to see strippers. I'm going to yeah. see, you know, <laughs> I'm going to see bums. Like, I'm going to see it all, yeah. right? And, um, <laughs> and there was just five humble people, and it was such – Probably
2: look no different than us here. No in different
3: China. than us. Uh, and, a, and a mom that was just there because, because she had no place else to go to – deal with her alcoholic family and you know addicted family but um the thing that stood out to me about there um is it was only an hour meeting because there's only five people and they they went right in order they went right around the circle and uh in the end i shared this tonight um they got down on their knees and had a priesthood holder in the group pray and that it was so humbling to do that. You know, I know I need to hit my knees every day. How yeah. often do I really do it?
2: Especially when you're traveling, like it's very easy to get way <laughs> Right? Out of yeah, this for room.
3: sure. But yeah, to t- but to be humbled and but you felt the spirit ne- strong. Oh yeah, it was complete opposite as the day before.
0: I would. Wow. Uh, I, I love going to church when I'm traveling, um, and I'm. I've been lately trying to go to ARP meetings when I travel. So go Good. to ARP org and I would. I challenge our listeners to do that, too. Totally. Pull up the website, go, and maybe you're going to go to an area. I mean, I'm shocked there's only five people in Vegas. Right. uh, At a meeting. Um, And I had
3: to drive 20 minutes outside of Vegas to get there, but I didn't care. I mean, that's what you do. Was there other,
0: I haven't looked on there, is there a lot of meetings in Vegas, or was there not that many? You Um, know, I. I, ARP.LS.org and find a meeting.
3: Well, the way I found the meeting is um, I don't find the church website very friendly, so I always go on chat with a missionary.
1: Oh, and ask them. Yeah. Okay. and they do it all
3: for me okay. so yeah awesome. so they I just gave them my address and the zip code and they popped it up and then they also gave me and they and oh, it was sweet. so sweet
2: in the MTC just so you know they're just clocking away yeah that's what you and she's like
3: I want to share with you it was a sister she's yeah. like I want to share with you that your heavenly father is proud about the choices that you've made to be in recovery and that he is um, he is proud of you for going to ARP
2: I used to answer those questions like stuff like that, that. not for ARP but like just when people call in that's cool yeah when you're on your mission so they're like at the MTC? Yeah.
3: I visualized them like in the temple room. No, we were just...
2: Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was like that, Salt dude. Lake the City. MTC's pretty, like...
0: Pretty,
3: yeah.
2: I
0: mean, I, I personally felt a lot of people didn't like oh, it, but there's I... There's actually quite a few in Vegas. Yeah. Look at that. So... She probably found the closest one to yeah, her. Yeah, and She's that probably the probably night you were sure. there. Yeah. But yeah, they got Friday. Oh, that's Tuesday, true. The night you were
2: there, that's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, Tuesday, it, yeah, it Sunday, was a Thursday, Tuesday Thursday night. Wednesday, Wednesday, it was a Tuesday, Thursday,
0: night. Tuesday, almost every night of the week except Monday. That's good.
3: Oh, and Wednesday. the L- and tons of AA meetings in Vegas too. Of course. Oh yeah. Right, yeah. man, I can only yeah. imagine. I know, right? I can only imagine. I, was, I didn't want to deal with meeting. parking though, so I drove to Henderson. Okay, okay,
0: that's a little bit further out. A little further out. That's good. Yeah. Well, man, so check this quote out. I want to share it with you. This is the foreword of the Alcoholics Anonymous and we shared this before in another podcast yeah from the big book um it's important that we remain anonymous because we are too few this is in in 19 yeah 1939. why do they want to remain anonymous because there are too few at present time to handle the overwhelming number of personal appeals which may result from this publication meaning people reaching out asking for help yeah so the only reason they were holding on to anonymity is because look, we're gonna publish this big book. We're gonna have a flood of people, and so then it says during the Great Depression, alcohol being mostly right, right. they're still they're saying being mostly business and professional folk. Right, we could not carry on our occupation in such an event. We would, we would, we would like it understood that our alcoholic work is an avocation. So they just did not. But isn't that
2: crazy? Because we adopt yeah. when yeah. you read me that a while ago, we,
0: like we, we adopt it, anonymous. It, you adopted tr- like a tradition, like this is how it's supposed to be.
2: Right. Like right, because like I heard that I was like, you come in here like you do not share, but really, which I get like there's certain things you don't want to go around telling everyone right. what you hear in a meeting. But as far as individuals,
1: right. they
0: actually were like, the, the, they're like, we're t- we're too small in number to handle the demand. Right, kind of crazy. And I think, it's right. tr- I think our I think our churches at that level. Yeah, we're like, hey, or I think we're maybe getting well, past that.
2: We know of a local meeting that's getting started right here. Uh, and you know, the, a couple of the guys who were starting this meeting, yes. right, for, Irvine. for the church. Are you yeah. talking about Irvine? Yeah. yeah, there were people when they went to speak about it, when they went to uh, speak to some of the high councilmen and the bishops and stuff. Right. You know, some of these bishop one bishop in particular, or a guy who was not the bishop but was and now he's right. in high council. Right. He said he prayed for five years <laughs> to have a meeting like this started in this in this in this area. Wow. And up uh, when he was bishop, during those five years when he was bishop, he had over over a hundred men he knew suffered from Addiction, yeah, yeah. Like, like couldn't oh. break the Porn is a have.
3: huge e- but epidemic. Like, but but yeah. I look at that and I'm like,
0: right. quit praying and do something about it. I mean, praying's awesome. Right.
3: Yeah. But it takes like, action. Take action.
0: Yeah.
2: Go. Yeah. But but that action that's now being taken is yeah. because of individuals like ourselves, right? Those of us yeah. who are addicts. That are, that are breaking step 12. Our, they're yep. step 12-ing, 24-7. Yep. Like, yeah. we're not that's pulling right. away... Uh, we could we could all take this and run with it, you know. And it's, right. it's it wasn't until I saw people die in the meetings that I'm like, okay, oh yeah, I, sh- I need to share about this. Yep. Because who knew who's who's in this meeting that's literally on the verge from relapsing? On yeah, I, and dying. yeah.
3: I lost my husband to a heroin overdose. Yep. Yeah.
2: And now you're getting your your chip. I mean, it's pretty amazing. I mean, obviously knowing you, you know, personally, but then also having you on the podcast and to see the difference in nine months, uh, like you said, meetings makers make it. But at the same time. You didn't just do the steps and stop. I did the work.
0: Yeah, you did the work, and you're still doing the work.
2: Like, still doing
3: the what,
0: work. What does that mean? Do the work. Doing like, do the steps. Like yeah. doing, doing step work. So we—that's a term that's thrown around a lot. It's er,
3: no. It's it's everything. It's yeah. it's the meetings. It's checking in with your sponsor. It's taking direction. It's going to three hours of church on Sunday. It's a taking the sacrament. It's doing a daily. I mean, it's all of it. And the your work. Sponsor will yeah. like, help define. That seems that. like
0: so hard. They <laughs>
3: always say doing the do. Yeah. Yeah, it is hard. Dude, it's it, hard, yeah. but Especially it is have so. Reward. The spiritual high <laughs> is uncomparable to any drug high. Yeah, you don't ever.
2: come down from it. Put it's amazing. Way, you don't come
3: down for it. The relationship and the connection that you get with your Heavenly Father is worth every bit. So and to have that clear conscience.
0: Tonight in our meeting, we heard quite a few people Amen share testimony of, and this is weird for a Norman here, I'm thankful for my addiction yes and i think that's hard for a lot of newbies to hear that i mean i'm sure there are people in our meeting tonight that heard that they were like first time or their spouse and they're like what you're thankful for it and then you hear um, our context is i know where they've been and where they are now and so you're like i can see why um but what does that mean to you are you thankful that you're an addict
3: i i i wouldn't have it any other way why? Because I mean, that seems crazy. Yeah, I know. But for me, um, for me, it's a it's a daily it's a daily goal to have a spiritual spirit experience every day and draw closer to my heavenly Father through Jesus Christ. And and that that's where it, I see
0: the difference is a normie doesn't have to have that. You had some questions and everything about. You can ask me questions here, but right, it's uh, they don't they. They probably they just don't need it as much. They want it, but it's not.
3: We have. Uh, they always say that at well in AA they say that uh, alcoholic has a god shaped hole whole, that they tr- yeah, hole yeah. that they try to fill with god drugs hole. and alcohol a god hole yeah. yeah that they try to fill with drugs and alcohol and you know the life of an addict is so much pain and so much darkness and so much suffering and so much insanity. misery Sanity. and insanity. That um Christ, Jesus Christ, atonement is the only one that can heal that pain, and he, there's an answer. And the answer is is that is drawing a closer relationship to your heavenly Father, and you can do that by and, a very and, simple and program: so going to meetings and going, by to working the twelve steps, and a doing
2: and whatever yeah. your your in, sponsor tells you. Doing sometimes your sponsor yeah. will see fit that you, yeah you do the answers and stuff in the back of the book but hey I want you to also do this I want you to write this letter or I want you to read this chapter of the big book or I want you to maybe what I want you to do is do this exercise you know something that they feel inspired to do or maybe they did that worked for them
3: the alcoholism is a spiritual malady I mean, you'll, you'll hear that yeah. and read that in AA all the time. And it's true in ARP, too. I mean, totally. well, the ARP have,
0: manual says if you want a spiritual solution to your problem, this that is it. This is it. This is the we only heard tonight, right? This You're, is the
3: only answer. Yeah. There's nothing. I had a sponsee say the other day that she, she called me and she Googled how to come off alcohol. <laughs> and she realized <laughs> that she needs to taper herself down with beer. And I yeah.
0: beer and weed,
1: probably yeah, uh, yeah. weed, <laughs> weed, well. weed maintenance, yeah, maintenance, marijuana maintenance, marijuana program. maintenance, and um,
3: <laughs> yeah, they, that's not gonna no therapist, no nothing's gonna get you sober. But you went on the internet, for, it's true, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing's gonna get you sober except Being drawing sober. closer to God. Yeah, that, I mean Order that tonight. God is the only one that can save you through jesus christ
2: for sure and we heard that tonight is that we're we're physical where someone said i'm a physical being having a spiritual experience right absolutely that's that's and that's what we're trying to do because but when we you know for brad not being an act when you start drugs as young as me and sharon have i'm yeah i'm younger than you but we both started drugs when we were young like i was 11 you were 14 14 okay when you do that for in your youth and that becomes your your tool to fill up the normal holes that people right. have, but, like, ours are a little bit bigger for whatever oh, reason, yeah. right? Um, it becomes, like, the insanity of how to live, like, living normal life, like, dealing with stress. Like, like we my wife said how. tonight, yeah. my, uh, when, I was fine when we got engaged and everything, but then, like, I mean, I was dibbling and dabbling, but I wasn't insane. Right. Um, and then the minute we got married, the stress of just performing being a husband and a father and all these things that came real quick and going to school, like, I, I didn't even know how to deal with it. The only thing I knew so one of my brains say, go back to doing this. This is what will cope. help you. There's yeah. a drug out there. We don't there for know how that. to cope. There's yeah. this for that. There's that for that. Right. There's everything but praying and reading your right. scriptures. Those things will not help you. Right. You know, then and, and I didn't hear those exact words. And in fact, I was actually at that time really trying hard to be righteous. But that from my whole, I needed to go through the experience. Like I needed to go I needed to go figure it out. I needed to right. go out further to find out like I heard tonight, like to to. If I didn't have these weaknesses for me with drugs and alcohol, like, uh, and having the experience of my wife leaving me, because we heard someone tonight right. share about their friend and this, that, and the other, and um, if I would have to move to my mom's couch after being married, after having kids, after having my life put together, and then having it fall apart, I don't know if I'd ever stopped. I think I would have been dibbling and dabbling forever. I think I'd have been stealing out of your medicine cabinet forever, oh, yeah. just <laughs> one pill at a time. You know what I mean? But I would have lived a, even if it didn't progress, it would have been a shitty life. In my so opinion. for us, <laughs> it's life and, life and death. <laughs> Sorry, we'll have to edit that
3: out. For us, it's life and death. But what about the normie? Yeah. How? So here's my question to Oh the, yeah, you had some questions. Here's my rad. questions to the normie. I will is answer.
0: Ask the, the the Ask, the <laughs> Ask, the Ask the normie for the addict section called Ask the Normie.
3: Ask the normie normie for the addict. Uh, surrendering surrendering my will every day to our heavenly Father, and and reaching for that spiritual connection with Him on a daily basis, and and doing maintenance steps 10, 11, and twelve how I work really hard to draw a closer connection to my heavenly father because I'm desperate. I'm desperate. I'm, I know I'm nothing without him and I know I can't make it. I can't make it from day to day. How, how is it for the normies? Like, how do you get that conviction to draw closer to God? And what do you do to have that, that, um, that push? What pushes what you? you? Yeah. What drives you?
0: Uh, you mentioned just a few minutes ago the high you get from living righteously and coming closer to God. And so I chase that. So when I, th- that's probably the best answer is when I'm not doing the basics, I don't, I'm like, I feel blah. Right. Um, and I guess my mind doesn't go to substance. It just goes to, dang, I, that's why I'm missing out on the spirituality part. I need to read more. I need right. to do more service. I need to pray it more. I got to do those things. Um, because my spiritual high comes and it doesn't happen all the time. Like I, I, I talked this Sunday, I give an analogy of surfing, Jay, nice. uh, we go surf. My wife doesn't surf. Right. So, but I'll go out for like three hours surfing and I come home and she's like, how was it?" I'm like, "That's ah, all right. I got like one or two good waves. She's like, you were gone for three hours and it was like one or two. And I'm like, yeah, it was okay. Like they weren't even that great. Why did you waste all that time? Mm-hmm. In my mind I'm like, well, because maybe tomorrow it's gonna be awesome and I just had three hours of practice to okay. save up for that time. Okay. And I sometimes church and church meetings are that way. Like three hours of church and it's like, ah. like yeah, so and so talked again and this you know, it's just like blah blah Same blah. Every day, yeah. And and maybe maybe I'm just in the act because next week sh- you're gonna talk and I'm like, Boom, that was awesome. Or I'm gonna meet a Jay. So um, or, so th-
3: does that make you cling to the Lord? Because I uh, You know what makes me cling I, to the Lord is
0: the fear of is it fear is I know that I'd be a complete wreck if I didn't cling. So, like I think that I, I think like the, us the, yeah, like, like you like us like, like I think for me personally, I can only answer for me is I've seen too many people like I I believe Brad doesn't come from a per- like friends and family that were just molly mormons yeah i, I right. see the slippery slope it happens quick
3: it's hard to see that and, because and I'm i've ter- seen
0: and i've seen bishops go to jail excommunicated okay. state presidents i've seen like righteous people that i'm like they're awesome i'm like whoa what happened they stopped doing the basics yeah and so just like
3: stop going to meetings stopped doing. Yeah, the basics.
0: they stopped doing yeah. The, yeah. the basics like how is that state that. president in yeah. prison right now oh it's not it's not because of this this or this it's because of maybe it's committing a crime right Right. Well, why, how did he commit that crime? Because he stopped doing basics, started justifying bad behavior. Pride. One thing led to, for sure, pride. I mean, it's yeah. all the same root. So, it is. Uh, I guess I just chose to believe this testimony of others that slipped away. And then me watching people go, I just like, I don't even want to go near there. Where I just hanging out with Jay a lot, he's like, I want to see as close as I can get to that cliff as possible without falling off. <laughs> right yeah, that? So it was, yeah and i'm like i don't even want to get my toe over there
3: right
0: so i'm spiritually risk That's the inside
3: the normal head right yeah the normie does that head. seem
0: weird to you the no- yeah. I yeah, yeah
2: yeah like I, sure. I, I just want to you know it's, it's my it. it's uh she's it, staring at me like it's yeah on it's baffling yeah because the the law of attraction
0: for an addict now to 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 the edge is oh. is something that's on here's another one for me losing control i don't want to lose control well, that's what I heard. That's yeah. what I Yeah. Well, this is what I – No control. From AA, I then read, you know, from the big
2: book. So I started – even though I didn't go to AA, I read all the stuff on AA, and I read the Joe and Charlie tape, you know, listened to all these right. things where they these historians explain all the stuff, That's so I learned the history. And they talked about – they have an analogy. The difference between the alcoholic brain and the, the, the normie brain, when one drinks liquor, uh, the normie brain – uh, notices it's losing its like ability to function
3: correctly. Like,
2: like, whoa, I'm getting a little foggy. I'm dizzy. I need to stop. Right. The attic brain. When we get that way, we go, Oh, I want to do everything now. Like I can do anything. Like, it's
0: like a different reaction in the brain. So I had this experience. So in our church group, (laughs) we do a career night every now and again. Okay. And this career night, I, I don't even know. We went to a dentist's office. And so we went up to Fountain Valley, Huntington beach. I don't remember this guy's name. But we're there, and I, I probably was a teacher, maybe, and I was 14, 15.
3: Let me guess. Yeah, nitrous. Took some gas. Nitrous. Oh yeah. We all sat
0: around on the ground, <laughs> and, <laughs> and this guy's like, "Oh, let's do nitrous." So I'm like, "Okay," like laughing gas, they call it, right? Oh yeah. So like I'm like, like okay?" Like I'm in my church group, right? Dude, I remember. This is like the only time I did been you do inebriated. the fish. No, uh, I don't know it was you just made, like a gas mask no like we when all sh- you get
3: on the ground and oh, start flopping oh, oh, oh. no
0: as soon as like it started hitting me where I'm like you got scared all oh, freaked out I'm like poof. and so uh, we like, would have been like this oh, been right <laughs> other people wore they were, <laughs> they were they're like they're like that's enough that's enough to other people
3: Right, right. And
0: for me, I was like, whoa. whoa. That's, as soon as it started, like...
3: Wah, wah, wah.
0: Yeah, I was freaked out. Oh, wow. Out.
3: So that's... Yeah, so that, that's interesting. That
0: fear of losing control yeah. is too scary for me. So, anyways, um, yeah. That's
2: yeah. the norm. That's Sorry my Sorry about right. the... No, it's good. I, I think it's good. Uh, uh, the the normie. Normie. We- <laughs> yeah. Good I think it's good. I
0: mean, because... I don't know if I'm normal. Well, that's just me. But no,
2: but the, the, the common thread between both, the normie has to do the same thing the alcoholic or addict has to do in recovery. They have to do the basics. The normie, the basics are going to church, reading right. your scriptures, and and fulfilling your callings, right? Being right. in service. To an addict, it's those things plus, plus a bunch yeah. of other things. It's more and the yeah. analogy that Brad gave last week that we heard again tonight um, in the meeting was, that, you know, and I never heard this analogy, I don't think I've, you know, no one's ever shared this in AA, but it made sense when you shared it a year ago or so. The first time that, there are two different, you know, I'm in the car business, but I'm not a car guy, but I'm in the car business, right? Right. And uh, my in-laws are all, the Lexi, my wife's dad is a car guy. And so anyways, there's a difference between a regular car and and a race car, like, and uh, so I have to watch with my father-in-law when he's in these races, right? And I asked him one time, I was like, why, and this is before Brad shared the analogy, uh, I was like, why do they strip the entire car? Like that like just seems a race. like after a race, like realistically, all the parts aren't getting dirty. Like maybe some of them are, whatever. And right. he said, because when you're going at speeds that fast, like I'm talking over hundred miles an hour yeah. on turns and yeah. you know, seven other cars there with you right. at, at that level, it's life or death, period, right? Now think about this, it's life or okay. death, right? Okay. And if you don't strip the thing apart, and this is what, we had this conversation before, Brad didn't know this. But we had had that conversation. Whatever months go on, and he said. So it has to be stripped and put back together. It's not like a regular car, right? So I'm like, okay. And then Brad shares this analogy: is an addict is like uh, is is there's a race car and there's a Honda Civic. Honda Civic, you put gas, you right. change the oil every maybe 15, you give away probably 20,000 miles, right? And you'd be fine. You can ride that thing for 300,000 you know miles or so, right? Um, but the race car, you know, like a Maserati, these other things, uh, these cars that are Porsche. They have to have special fluid. They have to have special this. That's they have to right. have that. The maintenance is way more expensive. Right. And then when you take about take it up a notch to the race car, right it has to be stripped down piece by piece, cleaned up, and then put back together. And it has to do it every single race, every race.
1: Right. Well, think about
2: it. What does the attic do? Right. It's life or death. Right for us. We have to yeah. be taken apart. So normies that like haven't had these extremely life challenging experiences they still have to live life and it's challenging but maybe have not had the pain the suffering as well right. as self-inflicted pain and suffering you know they don't have to be stripped 100 percent apart that you know they just have to be oil changed maintenance they just have maintenance yeah typical maintenance right your, right. your maintenance where you go into the dealership right. you pick it up in an hour and it's done it's good right change the windshield wipers the rest of us or it's a life or death thing, so now we have to be stripped. I'll never
0: forget when he shared that.
3: I love meeting. that. Thank you. That you was made good. it. You're i, that was I awesome. shared
0: that a few times, and it just makes sense to me. But I did have a spouse of an addict talk about. That's where you got it from. No, 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 oh, no. I made it. Ner- I made an it an myself. No, but she said there's another kind of car, and that's the one that's been totaled, but the oh, outsides yeah. looks nice, or it's a resalvage yeah. title, and it's the spouse of an addict. Frame or so. Oh yeah. So they're a normie. They're a normie, but their spouse is an addict. Yeah. and they've been sideswiped by a semi-truck oh yeah right and they're kind of repaired on the outside so they show up to the church their Instagram account their Facebook but, looks but great the but the insides are insides but on all those things it's the Savior's atonement that will heal it and that'll get he's in he's the and only one he's the answer he's the, only, he's the answer and he can heal the total car yeah. he can heal yes, he, he can. can keep the race car sober it can even if you crash the race car, it can build it back. It's all of the, I mean, it's it's the solution to everybody.
3: It's the solution. It's a one-size fiddle. Um, Christ is the medicine. Yeah, it's good stuff. For all things, for we're, pain, all pain.
0: We're, uh, we're I want to finish with just some of your uh, input on step five. Okay. Because that's uh, the step that we're talking about in this podcast. It was confession. Yes. And um, the action step is to begin to seek forgiveness, counsel with your bishop as needed, be honest with God, yourself, and others. Um, so has there been different levels of confession with you when you decided to get honest? Or is your bishop always known? Oh, no. there. Uh,
3: so I've actually done step five probably five times over okay. the last 12 years. Um, two within the last year. Um And uh, there has been, I mean, uh, earlier on in my recovery, you know, in my attempts to recovery um, or many rounds (laughs) of recovery, um, I was, I just kept cleaning house. So it got lighter and lighter every, with every time.
0: you weren't, you're cleaning little stuff here and there, but not. Well, I did everything
3: up until that point. And then if there, you know, so my advice would be um, to make sure that you do an honest, thorough, thorough step four. Of making that, um, making those lists. And, uh, you know, its I mean, for me, it's lists list of sins, you know, yeah. resentments, all of that. So, um, yeah, there has definitely been less, le- uh, lighter levels. And uh, it wasn't until ARP that I actually started going to uh, confession with a bishop. Okay. But I have to say that the confession with my sponsor was actually much more thorough for me. It because, generally is. Because it was with well, a woman. I'll tell you what, they, all, sh- they
0: also know what questions he ask. Yeah. Your, your bishop is like, right. okay, so anything else? Yeah, and you're right. Like, oh, no and with not. my bishop, I did have your to tone down. Your sponsor's like, what about I, this? What about this? To yeah, down, yeah. I had
3: to tone down the sex sins. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't want to hear details yeah. about But my sponsor, I got to I gotta, well, I gotta open that. I got to crack that egg and open it up. That's why
0: step five talks about... You um, put it all out. With... Uh, your your sponsor is a major part of that, and your oh. bishop is an, a separate part of it. It's a separate incident. What's important for step five is before you've done step five, step three actually says you actually mention it to your bishop that you're working a program. Yes. You don't do confession. You're just like, right. hey, I'm gonna be talking to you. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad I'm. Tr- I'm gonna be trusting God. We're gonna have a. You know, right. when I get to this step, and and for a lot of bishops, they need to be educated. Right. So, you know, sure, they've got this on the LDS tools, but I would recommend you actually pull the book out and say, look, mm-hmm. I'm right here on step three. I'm right. just telling you, I'm going to get up to step s- step five, and I'm going to be coming. I'm going to do a thorough yeah, inventory sure. with my sponsor, and then I'm going to come in and confess
2: some yeah, things to so you.
3: So I um, I front-loaded him. Yeah, you were actually Both.
0: pretty good. Like I
2: remember I you brought, I brought sure my brought whole, up. yeah. Because, yeah. like, yeah. I didn't, I'm not going to lie, like, I'm, I don't try to pretend where I'm at, where I'm different. I, I didn't yeah. see a bishop. Until just this last year, until so I have four and a half years. Like I just, I did it with my sponsor, and like I said, that's a, I, a lot of it was because of these old resentments and things that I'd had happen with bishops in the past. So I was like, you know what? I, I the way I looked at it for the first and I'm not saying this is right I'll get to where I'm getting at but when the first three years it's like hey if you're not an addict and you have no right to even hear what I've been through or done because you're not going to get it I don't expect you to get it just like I didn't get it before so I was like I'm only and for me the thorough experience with that sponsor was enough like I felt light I felt great I felt good yeah. it wasn't until I had actually heard your shares throughout the last few years where you had talk about even with the relapse I'm talking right sure whatever like you uh You talked about sharing it with our bishop, and we had the same bishop at the time. And I was like, man, I don't know if I'd ever do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because I had these, you know, experiences in the past where um, I didn't want to have repeated again because now I have a lot more at stake with kids and stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't get offended again. Like, I don't want to, what will that do? Then that and the other. And and then, of course, Brad coming in my life, who's very by the book when it comes to bishops, but he also helped me see. So I remember hearing your shares. um, And then, um, and I'd even have sponsees, and I would say, you know, it's your choice whether you share it with the bishop or not. Like, I know it's in the book, it's your choice. But I would be honest, like, I'm not going to tell someone I did something I didn't do. I'm like, I didn't, but it's your choice. You can if you want. And a lot of them did. Most of them did. Right. You know, Darren you know, a lot of these people right, did. Right, um, But Brad was like, hey, dude, uh, when one of the meetings or maybe after the meeting, he's like, yeah, you have your, your, your sponsor is. Um, is the addict like? Uh, it's like they get through like it's like the race car, right? They, they're the guys who break the thing apart. Right. But when it comes to the priesthood, right? We're talking. We're in the LDS faith. If you're not in the LDS faith, that's one thing. Okay. Right. You're not expected to do something that you don't believe in. Right. Right. But if you're listening in your LDS, a crucial part of this is the is the priesthood, and that's why they do have the leader of the group a priesthood leader, right? And uh, I believe that Brad's been extremely inspired in a lot of the program and with this podcast. And one thing for me helped me realize is like, hey there are certain things that your sponsor even though my sponsor is a priest leader is like he's not your bishop though he doesn't have certain keys over right. you. like he does have keys but it's not the same right yeah and uh,
3: inspiration yeah
2: he had inspiration and sure enough my life had to get to, um, not with drugs but with other things and weaknesses had to get to the level you know if you're not if you're gonna stay prideful then like you're, you'll either you either crumble or you won't and I gotten to a point where there are some things in my life that I was finding myself at that you know what the, i had gone to confess to a sponsor i had talked to my sponsor it wasn't enough it wasn't, it wasn't enough. working yeah. anymore it worked in the beginning but it wasn't working now and so finally because
3: depending on the sin there could be yeah consequences exactly not taking the sacrament exactly. going on probation so communication i mean dude, it all depends i finally on went
2: me. to our, our bishop and it was the same bishop who you had, and you had talked and had the great experience, and I still didn't do it, you know, that first right. time I heard it, but I had always heard it in the back of my mind. You need to, like, go talk to a bishop. I'm talking seven, eight years I'd seen a bishop. Right. I told him anything about my life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I left bishops. I got disfellowship before I was married, got reinstated, and never talked to a bishop again, really. Wow. I mean, like, with, with stuff we needed, I would. You know, I would act like I was fine. Wow. Because, like, you know, I, I just figured if you didn't get what I've been through, then you don't get it. Like, you know what I mean, you just don't get it. And rather than going through conflict, let's just avoid it. And I'm not an avoiding person, but that's how I was. And the experience I had, since we're on this step, was obviously life changing. I I didn't think I was gonna be able to stop this behavior and this this challenge that I was facing at the time. And then I saw the bishop. And uh, I had actually went to go see our bishop and then he he we got busy and it didn't happen for months and I was like of course the attic brains like see yeah see I didn't right, need right. to well then it got worse and then so oh, three yeah. months later all of a sudden out of nowhere when it's getting to the point where I'm like dude I'm 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 not I'm I'm sick inside again yeah um, spiritually right and then all of a sudden I get a text message saying hey you wanted to meet a few months ago you you down to meet I'm like <laughs>
1: ah,
2: I just made this worse like a bit because I compounded I justified right, right, over the right. last four months. I'm like, all right, let's do it. And I just texted him most of it on the text because I knew if I waited, nothing was going to come out. Right. If I waited till Wednesday or Thursday whenever he wanted to meet, like who knows what was going to happen. So I just said, yeah, man, I'm struggling with this, 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 and I just listed it. And this guy had only seen me in our meetings, knowing that I run the meetings, and he looked like, oh, this guy's recovered and he's perfect. Like, you know, obviously he didn't think he was perfect, but you know what I mean. Right. And, uh, Anyways, I finally go meet with him, and I finally got the perspective I needed from a bishop that I, um, a normie, right? A normie? Yep. Got some counsel that I got that was different from what my sponsor had given me. Because he's inspired. Because he was inspired, and it was exactly what I needed to do, and it changed my life dramatically. Wow. And I don't think, I don't think I'd, I think uh, the way I was going, if I had kept the priesthood out of my recovery, I wouldn't be here tonight, I don't think. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah.
3: Thanks for Anyways. sharing.
2: Yeah, but I remember you specifically in the meeting, so I was inspired by you. All it took me a while to, to actually go do it. I had to go learn my hard way, like an addict does, but right. But I remember you specifically talking about this stuff yeah. and how you, you did it with your sponsor, thoroughly and you went to the bishop. Right. So good
0: for you, and here you are. Here I am. Your chip. What's from last words? We've been a year. You got a year sober. You've been a lot Any of last advice. Things? It, Keep coming a,
3: back. It works <laughs> if you work it.
0: Boom. It seems so simple to say that. Yeah. Um, Okay. The last thing. What else besides? What are some little things um, that that you do during the day? To keep the obsession of the mind away from it, because we last time we talked to you, there was a lot of triggers. I remember vividly, I opened a pen cap.
3: Yes. And, and I
0: don't have <laughs> any pens around lot, me because right. that was an and that was very powerful know. for me. I was like, "Holy cow, that is." Yeah. And you were because it was vivid. You're like, "That's a trigger, did, right yeah, there." Yeah, drugs with that style. Um, pen what are some little yeah. things like? Like, do you? You know, it's going to be. All, it's going to be you?
3: all the. It's just the, all the little cookie cutter like church what? question or church uh, answers. Uh, it's prayer. It's um, But do you, it, you avoid do
2: you, things, certain things? I guess that's another question. Oh, got, like. for
3: avoid. You know, the since I've finished the twelve steps and I'm in maintenance steps now, the obsession is really lifted. Okay. And um, thoughts are very fleeting. If I do become obsessed, and I even if I if I get a resentment about something for too long, um, I ask for either priesthood blessings or I I'm on the phone with my sponsor immediately, okay. or him, or texting. You know. Texting Got Xander, tax- texting, yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter who, another alcoholic. Sharon's
2: very open with everything. I think mean, that's one of the things that maybe back in the day you weren't doing. Right. You are like, oh, I'm good.
3: No, no. Right, you were, yeah. you were good on, you were showing, like, I'm good, yeah, yeah. yeah. If yeah.
2: says they're good, is that? Yeah, it's, no one's good. Like, you know what I mean? We're all, we all have ups and downs. Like, if right. you would talk to me a week ago, I wouldn't be having the same conversation. You know, everything's changing. Yeah. Right? Okay. You're, you're good is um,
3: not an emotion.
2: That's a good way to put yeah, it. We heard that in one of the meetings one time. I remember yep. that. It's like good's not an emotion. That's, That's just right. A state. Yeah. Yep. That's okay. right.
0: Okay. So back, the answer is doing this. The next step is the answer. That's doing right. The next step. And, and each. And so you're done know, with the steps. You're not doing it anymore, right? Because you've right. already done the steps. Are you done? Um, no, That's I'm actually puzzle.
3: working. I'm actually working them over again. Yeah.
0: So you start. So if you pers- like normally you go through and step 10 11 12 you repeat over and over Right. but you're choosing to start a step 1 again and yeah with a okay. new
3: sponsor I have two sponsors now yeah so mm-hmm. I'm working them with, with a new your sponsor, sponsor. Okay. a new sponsor yeah so
0: that shows Falling that you're you're working recovery as hard as you worked on your
2: addiction and
3: she's working the same she's working the steps again cool. as well yeah. we're both and she's got 37 years sober it's like 32 it's like 30 you lose, yeah, like, you yeah.
2: Know, so many people have so much pride like oh i already done that i'm like nah, I'm I done i did because it because i good. want
3: that spiritual high that For i got sure. from from nine because what
2: you've heard this and I'm sure you'll agree with this and we said this a couple weeks ago what gets you sober won't keep you sober that's right period that's just how it is and so it's just like me having to go to the bishop that didn't get me sober something else got me sober but you know what it was sure as heck wasn't keeping me sober and I needed another element to my to my sobriety and to believe it or not that's when I brought the priesthood and even after years of sobriety getting chips starting a meeting doing all these things it took you know me having to you know you had to be honest Go back that's to step right. one and do what you need to do.
0: Boom. Well, that's Boom. it. What gets you sober, won't keep you sober. Thanks for coming back. You're the best, Becky. Uh, <laughs> until next time, <laughs> my name is Brad. And I'm Jay. an act. And if you find this podcast interesting, a couple things we'll ask you to do. Okay. Uh, what is that? If you have Instagrams. Instagrams, as my son calls it. Go to Instagrams and give us a little like. Give us a shout out on there. Maybe yep. tell someone about the podcast. Hey, this one, you know, whatever episode. We've got... Quite a few on there. Share an old one. Share a recent one. Uh, Facebook. Yep. If you're on the Facebook. If you're on the good old book. On the Facebook, uh, same thing. Yeah. Um. The new thing we added, Jay, is uh, the PayPal donations. Oh, yeah. So, oh, nice. so, we're trying we, to get professional editing. So, done. so, we get critiques. Most most of our feedback is all positive, which is. People are really happily, respectfully critiquing us. Yeah, they're like, you're they're right. like this is all you're great. The best content. But your audio stinks. So that's why oh. I've been like, get your mouth right. on the mic yeah. right there. Because we have two different mics. So we've paying. got mics that are mediocre. Uh, you know, we're paying for hosting and all the stuff. Like, it actually gets kind of expensive. Brad's paying for it. And it's all coming out of my personal pocket. Yeah, and he takes <laughs> all the time to edit it and all this stuff, and Aww, he's got... Thanks, so, hey, if this podcast has made a difference in your life, or someone else's life, or you just like it, you know, contemplate. Go to our website, The Next Step Podcast. We'll have one link in the show notes as well if you're on whatever podcast, and consider a little donation. Serious. Um, it's our buck, first week bucks, up there. Matter. It's our first week up there. We're hoping to get some reoccurring uh trying to figure out how to do that so you can like a dollar a month type thing. Totally. Um, but if you want to do a lump sum, we would appreciate it. It also gives us opportunity to go travel. That's so, what we want to do so next. So we really get oh, asked yeah. to like, hey, come come to our state Vegas. and come speak, In go Vegas. to Vegas. <laughs> like, can you come do this? And we're like, well, that's a full day. That's the next yeah, much We, we both gas. have full time like, jobs, right, we have families. Right. Like, yeah. And
2: then we do this at, what time is it right now? It's 10 o'clock. We're all in this room and she's got to go. But anyway, so. so.
0: You take off. So if if you can consider doing that, we'd be grateful. And I think it can help someone else. Um, Yeah, please
2: do it. And I mean, if if this changed your life, like you said, um, you know, the the, the more we can get, the more we can hopefully add to it and then go and travel and do this more. So So
0: our website's thenextsteppodcast.com. That's it. All right. Until next time.